0: section number 6 of humorous readings and recitations this is a librivox recording all librivox recordings are in the public domain for more information or to volunteer please visit librivox.org recording by linda marie nielsen vancouver bc humorous readings and recitations edited by leopold wagner section 6 Fatal Legs by Walter Brown I am an actor, or rather I call myself one. I am, however, disengaged, the more so since Widow Walker has. But let me not anticipate which, by the by, I never could have done, no matter. I took apartments, comfortably furnished, with a widow lady named Walker. I was first floor back, and first floor front was Mr. Simon Simpkin, of the theatre. The widow always calls us first floors, either back or front, and never by our names, although we never call her out of hers. If we had, she would not have come. She was an obstinate woman, but at times she got confused. She always called me in the morning, and once she called me front. And then went to Simpkin with my shaving water when I called her back she called me something else and threw the pitcher at me I was in hot water for a while the widow Walker was fair fat and 40 that is rather fair extremely fat and very 40 she might be more at any rate her voice was forte too the actor Simpkin was fragile and long He played heavy parts, which possibly was the cause of his constant complaint that he had not got his share of fat. Although lengthy he was even less in his various diameters than I was, still I longed for his length. And why? The widow-walker wallowed in wealth untold, and I could see she smiled upon the suit of Simon Simpton. Well, she might. It was second-hand he too was a widower or rather he would have been if his wife had lived i mean if she had lived to be his wife but she didn't she died before the fatal knot was tied in fact it was not tied at all no matter he had loved before while my suit was brand new i determined to try it on i longed to win the widow for my wife i should say for myself one day i saw the actor kiss her through the keyhole we were rivals from that moment at least i was he didn't see me or he would have been one too i mean one also that is to say there would have been two of us whereas there was only one of me no matter the widow went a good deal to the theater she ordered him and he gave her orders that is passes for two he knew her size she always took twos in seats he did the villains at the theater while i did the hero at home he bellowed in blank verse while i blew the kitchen fire with the bellows he mashed her while i mashed the potatoes for supper but i determined to beard the clean-shaven lion in his lair In short or rather at length I obtained an engagement and became an actor my rival and myself now stood on the same footing I mean we should have done only in a word we didn't Simon Simpkin as before observed indeed observed anyhow was slender as a willow wand and appropriately pliable especially about the legs still on the stage his nether limbs looked round and well proportioned his calves might pass for cows and his knees were second elbows or rather elbows; they held a bony part in exile on the other hand i should say legs my tights were always loose and while the widow smiled on his understanding she smiled at mine i thirsted for my hated rival's blood Or rather for his flesh more correctly speaking for the shape of his legs technically for his leg shapes having failed in an attempt to have his blood by means of a darning needle I determined to go for his shapes I went for them one night before the performance I went to his dressing room and got them that night the widow Walker was in front I was desperate i was determined that she should see her simpkin in all his naked i should say his unpadded deformity and that mine that is my limbs should be replescent in his borrowed plumes but alas all my plans and myself were violently overthrown by simpkin i had merely insinuated one leg in the woolly pads when he insinuated another somewhere else. We argued the manner all over my dressing-room. Meanwhile, time jogged merrily along. The curtain was raised, and so were we eventually, but unfortunately I had only retained one half of those precious pads. The right was on my left leg, but Simpkin had carried off the left leg all right. What was I to do? My left leg would not look right, or if it did, my right leg would be wrong. There was no time, however, for consideration, as my face required sponging before applying the sticking plaster, and eventually I had to hobble on to the stage with two odd understandings. That is, one odd one and one even one. Even that was odd, which appears odd, no matter fortunately i went on from the o p side which enabled me to put my best leg foremost in the center of the stage i met simpkin who had entered from the prompt side the widow gazed with rapture on us both until oh horror after a short scene it was necessary that each of us should retire to the place from whence we came we advanced towards it backwards And mutually stumbling, our other legs became exposed to view. A yell from the audience, the sack from the management, and a week's notice from the widow subsequently greeted us. Besides which, Simpkin and myself are not on the best of terms. We get into argument when we meet in the streets. I stay home a good deal now. End of section 6 Recording by Linda Marie Nielsen, Vancouver, B.C.